I'm Commander Shepard, and this is Casually Hardcore, my favorite podcast on the internet. Versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday, the 29th of January, 2012, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I am Dexa. Yeah, I'm Grail. And for the listener, no time will have passed. Yeah, except for all these listeners, but yeah. Shush. <laughs> these are the hardcore listeners. Oh, that, these okay. are the ones that understand and want to see the sausage being like made. Sausage. Pride. No, that was last week. Was it? Yeah. What was last week? I don't remember any of our shows. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't here. <laughs> Which is why it was Sa- named Sausage. Oh, that's right. All I have to do is make a penis reference and he gets it. No, if you would have said, remember how last week was awesome, I would have been like, oh yeah, of course. But no, see, you had to make it. You think sausage is awesome? No. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, well, he, he doesn't think it. Yeah, he knows yeah. it. All right. Okay. All right. You are listening to Casually Hardcore. If you are joining us live, and you should be in Internet Relay Chat, which you access by going to vtwproductions.com and clicking at chat at the top of the page, if you are amongst those with the intestinal fortitude to withstand it, Choose chat plus video, mm-hmm. and you will join the video wall and see the other listeners of the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. You have been warned. And None of us are on there, by the way. No, we have no cameras here. Oh. <laughs> I know. Because so you failed. Sad. You broke your real computer. I know. Yeah. Damn you. Daxa. What? <laughs> <laughs> you broke it. I don't know who broke it. If you are joining us in IRC, please make note of our producer, nay, IRC rep, the incredible, amazing, and possibly bearded Barry Von Awesome. Barry White, save my life. 
Yes, if you have something to bring to our attention during the show, please send a personal message to the aforementioned Barry VA, and he will dust it off and send it our way. Please do not PM the host directly during the show. You will be summarily ignored because we're going to try to do a show and not stare at IRC. That's right. The void, it calls to me. Funny enough with the void, it's always like, you always get those moments where you go, I didn't know that still existed. Like, Pusar using Winamp. I'm like, I haven't used Winamp (laughs) forever. I didn't even know it was still available. Oh, hell yeah. Because you you shifted over to macOS. I guess so. I mean, yeah, that must be it. I mean, no, to this day, Winamp continues to whip the llama's ass. Really? Oh, yes. All right, cool. No, it is. Uh, I, I, I have supplanted it in my life with uh, VLC. Okay. Because it just supports more formats. Yeah. It just generally kind of works better. Okay. But there was there was a long number of years where Winamp was Oh, yeah. Was no. The I, one. Yeah, it used to be on it every is the system. One. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, and all my lovely preparations in getting our, uh, our spreadsheet ready. It would be kind of nice if I were logged into it, hey? Oh, well, we don't need it for another, you know, 15, 20 minutes. So. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to copy the link out of it for the sh- the little song you heard before we got started. Um, that oh, was yes. the This Is Aperture. Yeah. From, I want to link the YouTube page that comes with, because it comes along with a really well-made uh, video. We should all experience, so we will include that in the show notes as well in any second now. That will be linked in the IRC, and Barry will spread it. For all of you to enjoy. Like a okay. disease. Okay. You hear, you hear what I said, Barry? <laughs> Spread it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just work here. Uh, all right. That was yeah. pretty cool, though. It was a good little song. Yeah. yeah the video even better. makes it much better, actually. Oh, that's good. Um, but the, I wanted to, to include the MP3 edition of it right. in the beginning of our show. <sighs> so, programmatic announcements yes. as per usual. As mentioned last week, we are now, and so several of our other shows, at least the ones I'm involved with, are also on Stitcher Radio. So if you use mobile devices, iOS devices, Android, you name it, or just want to listen through your browser in a more convenient way than you might be used to, go to Stitcher.com, search for VTW, and you will find Casually Hardcore, Alpha Geek Interviews, and Alpha Geek Radio, including Alpha Geek Radio Fridays, available for use through the app on your the device of your choice. Yay. Very interesting hearing back from you guys as to whether this is a worthwhile pursuit, whether it makes listening to the shows more convenient for you or something we should be bothered doing in the future. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. What? What are you Did looking? Did you forget that for a second there? You were like, uh, no, the dramatic pause. Is... Um. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot. If that's what you want to call yeah. it. <laughs> I forgot. C. Oh, uh, shit. What's that? Uh, you, you forgot <laughs> the C to begin with. What's, what's the third thing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the middle one? Uh. <sighs> Disappointed. Mm. Yes. Ah, see, that's, that is the other thing I did not get over. I got a bunch of new drop-ins on the other broadcast rig, oh. including a wealth of them from The Fifth Element. Ooh, Ooh good. Yeah, I'm going to have some new drop-ins for you next week. Well, if no, we're not probably not going to do a show <laughs> next week. Well, I'll have to <laughs> in two weeks. Was it, is it... Uh, what was it? Rick Santorum killed baby Jessica? No. Excuse me? That was a great no, one. No, it was actually Rick Santorum pushed baby Jessica down, down the well. well. He was making baby soup. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that from? It was from Colbert. Colbert. 
bear. Because basically okay. Rick Santorum decided not to correct this person who was spouting insanity. Right, no, I saw bits of that. Because she was old, was basically right. his excuse. She was old and had a cane, so then Colbert had a person in his audience just come up with insanity. Be like, but she's got a cane. And then he like she says something, he goes, okay, I gotta take, I gotta stop you right there. And she goes, oh, she's got two canes. Ah! <laughs> she can say whatever she wants. Oh, that was the best. I can totally... <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see Colbert doing that. Yeah. It was good. I was actually watching um, a documentary on um, Conan O'Brien mm-hmm. in the period of time when he was forbidden to appear on television. Oh, right, oh. right. When, when NBC, gave, NBC gave him the big truck full of money yeah, to, to go away to not so they around. could have the chin back. Um, he did a touring show, yeah. and they did a documentary of it, which was super, actually surprisingly interesting to watch. Oh, that's cool. But All when right. they came to New York City, they had, had John Stewart and Stephen Colbert joining the show, so they had a whole bunch of backstage interaction between uh, Team Coco and uh, oh, yes. yeah. Colbert yeah. and Stewart. And like, okay, that's, I want to meet those guys. Yeah. They're, they're absolutely just as cool as you think they are, I think. That's <laughs> <sighs> funny. But I digress. Are they from Archer? Yes, yes. of course. I was I was gonna say yeah. it has to be our <laughs> last episode of it this week was really good. Like some of those lines where like one of their agents has gotten paralyzed, he's in a wheelchair. Oh, okay. They're like and the, the head director is saying, you know, you can't you're not a field agent anymore and he's like, What, you're taking me off? And she goes, Well, I'll let you know if I need anybody to go undercover as a shopping cart. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was mother saying that. That was wasn't? mother. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Mallory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a great They're in what, line. season three now? This is the third season now, yeah. And the standards? It's gotten real. I mean, it's been really strong. All, every season's been really funny. The The opening episode of this season started with Burt Reynolds because oh, that that's, so good. that's uh, Archer's you know hero from Gator and Deliver <laughs> and like, all of Oh, so Burt Reynolds as Burt Reynolds. Yeah, it's actually yes. Burt Reynolds there. He's dating his mom, of course. So. <laughs> That makes so, sense. And that one was good. Banging is not quite the word. Well, yeah, banging is yes. mom. Yeah, yeah. And so he, of course, has you know issues with that. But the <laughs> second episode with them doing the uh, you know most dangerous hunt, where they're basically hunting, hunting human, hunting humans, and then they got a drug test going on at work, and it, it was really, really well done. It had me laughing very hard. It was good. Considering also our DVR messed up, oh. so we ended up having to watch it like twice. <laughs> no, we get different be- different bits of it. Well, it was yeah. our first. Our DVR broke because it would just start. It's been putting pauses in any show we record to, to where like you get these little two, three second pauses, and when you have like it happen, I don't know, twenty times during a thirty minute episode, it gets really annoying. So we said, okay, yes. we're not going to watch it on there. So then we watched it on demand, and about halfway through, we had to pause it for a while, and then on demand went restarted. So we ended up having to restart it from the very beginning. So. We definitely got a full fill yes. of Archer this week. <laughs> God wants you to watch all of it mm-hmm. again. In one and again. Sitting. You got to want it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to want to. Uh, okay. Do go on. Nope, that was it. Archer. <laughs> well, you made it. You made a. I said, yep. Yep. Quality. Yes. And jet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what? What color is this? Jello. Jello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grail, rifle around inside there, get a different uh, cable. You're crackling, apparently. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to, crackle, which one crackle. goes to him? Third. 
Oh, I'm turning you off. Ha <laughs> ha. I've turned Grail's mic up. Yes. It's just you and me, baby. All right. All right. <laughs> How you doing? Can you hear Grail's little voice off from the car? What? No, I can't hear anything. What? <laughs> no, Grail's not here. So I've been playing a lot of Kirby. Mass Five. Attack? No, I got Kirby Epic Yarn from... Epic Yarn? Yes. So I've been playing that. It's really, really cute. See, when we were in Vegas, you were playing Tap Tap. Yes, I was playing Tap Tap. Which <laughs> is Kirby Mass Attack when right. Dax is playing because you're like a woodpecker on the screen. <laughs> it's like... Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> I'm driving I'm like, what in the hell is that? It's just my wife. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because it's fun, and you have, you have like, 10 Kirbys, and you have to keep tapping to keep them all in one little ball, or else they go all over the Your place. Your Kirby ball. My Kirby ball. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now you're now you're doing Epic Yarn. Epic yeah. Yarn Kirby. Now is this on the DS again, or is this... No, uh, this is on the uh, Wii, the which... The Wii, which was dusty, yeah. <laughs> covered with mothballs <laughs> blowing by. <laughs> yes. I had to um, dust it off a little bit, but yeah. So it was on the Wii. It's, it, the controller's weird, because... I played it for a long time, and your hands start hurting because you have to do it sideways. Okay. Not a good controller if you have to do it sideways. Do they give you the option of using the classic game controller instead? Possibly. I don't know. Because I've got the little add-on that you clip into it that gives you an old-school uh, style controller. I wonder if they would, would allow you to use that. Well, yeah, we have because um, when I got Monster Hunter Try. They actually came with an old style, basically almost like that a would PlayStation. plug into the bottom of the Wiimote? Yeah, yeah, you could use that way. So I, you know, I've mentioned to Dax a couple times, like, why don't you use that? And she's like, ah, I'm going to use my little I want to I get on the air and bitch, so i got to yeah, do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I want to have, have anything to genuine say. repetitive stress syndrome so I can get on the air <laughs> and whinge like there is no tomorrow. Uh, Repeat after me. <laughs> yeah. There oh. we go. <laughs> <laughs> what have I um, stumbled, stumbled into uh, here? Dexter's laboratory. <laughs> the, uh, the evil kid, or the other, his com- competition kid. Uh, we go. Weird. <laughs> 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 I can't remember his name, yeah. but that's really the only bad thing I could say. Though the game was awesome. Have you conquered it? No, but I'm close. Um, I. Don't want to finish it till I go back and finish. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of little things you got to... Side quests. Yes. Uh-huh. Completionist. Yeah. But you're a yarn completionist. So that's I know. Okay. But it's funny. And it's... I mean, even for like... An, it's, I guess, mostly for kids because of the storyline. <laughs> no, for kids. It's like, it's like <laughs> yin yarn and he's got this a little sock. <laughs> Kirby game Four. on the Wii <laughs> may... May... Be targeted at a youth demographic. Children, yes. Just possible. Possibly. But it's a cute little story. They tell it really well. And, Where you know. Where you find her? Hmm. You know, <clears throat> basically the same thing. In Saints Row the Third, I've been beating people with a giant purple dildo. <laughs> I mean, exactly the, the same, same as yarn. Basically same, yeah, same, same demographic. Yeah, it's, it's all rayon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all petroleum der- derivatives. You know. <laughs> See, and... The scary thing is, all you've done, all you've achieved there is given 
a shout out to the title of an episode of another show on this network from four weeks ago. <laughs> really? Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. I saw that. Show X, yeah. Giant yeah. Purple Sex Well, that's because that's, you know, Octail's the one who's like, you have to play this game. And so now I've gotten to the point where I can afford because these things aren't cheap. No, they're not. <laughs> and there's lots of them. <laughs> so it took me, you know, a little bit of time to make the cash to, to afford this weapon. Mm-hmm. I see. That's so right. you actually have to go out and get a lot of cash together to get a purple dildo. Yeah, but no, this thing is like six foot purple. I mean, it's gigantic. It it basically doubles as a baseball bat. And What's its original? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Elephant's porn? I know you're doing it wrong. Uh, oh, my goodness. Don't you normally need to, to take a running jump up to your marinades? No? Oh. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Comes with its own carrying case. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sling for over yeah. <laughs> like a cue <laughs> breaks down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> breaks down into a case. Oh man! Oh no, he's opening the case. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> give me a second here, guys. <laughs> Excuse me while I whip this out. Get the scrotum attachment. There we go. <laughs> That's optional. Yeah. Uh, cost extra, and it comes with its own pouch. Oh yeah. <laughs> Felt. <laughs> You felt what? You felt. <laughs> mm. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. No, actually, I mean, yeah, that's the first Wii plane I think we've had in, in our a while, house for yeah. a long time. It was the Epic Yarn, not, it was not Epic the Saints Row. Not yes, the same Row. No, the thing, Epic no, Yarn, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that I've seen that interests me on the Wii is the new Zelda. Uh, Skyward Sword, mm-hmm. which has gotten like, oh my god, this is wh- what the Wii should have been doing from day, from day one. one and so I really want to check that out. I played it a little bit at um, PAX, I want to say. I mm-hmm. think that's where I Very saw Very early build. Yeah, an early build of it. And it was it was good. And it was funny enough, when we came back from CES, our son Aridin was playing uh, the the Wind, Wind Walker. I think that's the name. Mm-hmm. The, the one on the Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Yeah, he was playing that on there, and he, but he's just flailing around. He's, and I'm like, oh, you know, I've heard Skyward Sword's much better. It's pretty cool. He's like, oh, I got money. Let's go. And he ended up buying a Space Marine for <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> oh yep. well. Yeah. <laughs> we tried. There was almost a new Zelda in the house. Instead. Space Marine, which is yeah. also cool. Oh. It was cool. I mean, it's forty. Yeah, it's forty k. Yeah. That's always welcome. Yes. So now he's playing, you know, Dawn of War. You know, following the progression. I'm like, you're gonna play Star Wars? He's like, no, I want to play Dawn of War. I'm like, canceling that account. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities have shifted. Exactly. Yeah. Priorities may shift during flight. Jeez. Yeah. Chillins. Telling you, can't live with him. Can't shoot him. I, on the other hand, got an awesome new chair, so I've been playing Star Wars more often. Because mm-hmm. my chair before, two was hours giving max. you problems? Yeah. There was no way I could sit in it. And I got an early birthday present from Grail. Yeah. Bought me a new chair. Awesome. Yeah. It rocks. <laughs> it has this, um, it's like a car back, so it's really high in the back, and you can adjust it so you can make it higher or lower where your yeah. headrest is. So it, it's got a whiplash preventer in it. It's exactly. So cool. is, that, is that good for space combat it or something? Is. You're yes. blown away by how awesome, awesome the game is. <laughs> Just in case you know, your ship accidentally deploys an airbag yes. unexpectedly. Absolutely. It's awesome. I, mm-hmm. I no, it's good for tall people. See, I'm really short. If you went to sit in my chair, you could just raise it up, and then you'd be comfy. Well, it is, in fact, all about me. Yeah. See? So I feel, I'm feeling better about this chair of yours than I will ever Which is, again, getting back to the important part of the conversation. Right, right. of course. How does this affect me? Um, something along these lines. I think you know it well. I don't know how to put this. 
but I'm kind of a big deal. In fact, this whole segment is officially titled, as you may have noticed from the spreadsheet, Tangents Are Kind of a Big, big Deal. deal. Yes. And I've actually put out, that's what I was recording, finally got around to recording the audio for those segment bumpers and <gasps> put them out to the team, the audio team. So we may actually have official bumpers for Tangents Are Kind of a Big Deal, Geeks in the Gaming World, and Researched Chaos. Plus the important part of the show, Nerds with With Opinions. opinions. With Opinions. Damn straight, which is all of you. They don't have any of those. What? Well, I'm about to give them some (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give them some opinions. (laughs) This is actually one of my favorite quotes from a movie, and anyone who's listening, you you will earn two internets. If you can tell me what movie this quote is from, if I want your opinions, I'll give them to you. So there's your uh, trivia question for the day, listening base, and people in the room who are already shaking your heads like a whiskey tank. It's supposed to be one of those Doctor Who things he's talking about. No, I've heard that quote before. I I just can't tell you off the top of my head. Um, And speaking of giving you opinions, or giving you call-in topics, (laughs) I'd like to give you plenty of warning. (laughs) Uh, So for the fourth half of the show today which is the listener call-in segment, which just keeps getting fatter and better every damn week. So thanks to all of you guys. I know. This week... All uh, you with accents, please call in. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Daxa would like you to caress her earlobes with the sultry sound of your foreign accents. There you go. Give good ear, and Daxa will make you, I don't know, something out of yarn, possibly purple, Mm. maybe six feet long, (laughs) with its own carrying case. Yes. An optional pouch. But anyway. In the general research chaos section, we're going to get to talking about new policy that Twitter released this week where they put in functionality into their system where they will be able to basically block tweets in certain countries or censor certain content in certain countries based on what region you're in. Obviously, caving into pressure from certain... Iranian um, regimes and question to you guys is should social media type sites even get involved in this kind of thing should they be policing what you are this side of stopping you from doing something that is blatantly illegal like posting links to child pornography or something or instructions or trying to incite uh, murder or something via their tool should they be become the hand of censorship for governments in countries in which they operate. Hmm. So, hmm, yes, no, no easy answer to this one, which is why I'm interested in hearing what you guys had to say. So should the Facebooks and Twitters of the world uh, cave into this? The, you know, the Googles, Googles of the world went into the Chinas of the world and then bailed out once they realized we can't do what we want to do here because of yep. what the government demands. So see ya! So rather than become an appendage of the government, they largely backed out and you know, walked away from the largest and fastest growing customer base in the entire world. Mm-hmm. That takes some cojones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now they're still doing just fine over in India, which is the uh, not too distant second yeah. biggest growing market of the world. So hey, they still got their resources dedicated. But um, interesting in hearing what you guys feel about that. So, so think about that for the call-in segment in the fourth half of the show today which handily 
brings us to our first music break. Mm-hmm. Though it's not a music break because unlike last week, this week we have... <gasps> North Run News. A new episode of North Run News from the amazing, incredible, and possibly sexy Amelia Overbay Day. Yet another Star Wars-themed episode, and we're hoping for more and more of those. This one is titled, If Revan Can Do It, So Can We. <laughs> you are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Bandwidth for the show is provided by the University of Advancing Technology. Are you interested in becoming a game designer or a game developer? Art, programming, management, whatever you want to do? Check out gamedegree.com for more information. That's www.gamedegree.com. We'll be back right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. Live from Viking Space Dock, it's... The light side held. No, no, no. It's the dark side times. The Narshada Inquirer. Sith Illustrated. Herald. Times. Light side. Dark side. Welcome to Northrend News, a proud partner of Casually Hardcore on btwproductions.com. In today's top story, chaos ensues on Alderaan as the powers that be announce new support for neutral aligned adventurers. As details leak concerning new gear and relics for those who walk the gray line between the light and the dark side, the galaxy's smugglers and bounty hunters square off outside Pantir Palace. The smugglers carry signs stating, We're the best neutral faction in the galaxy, while the bounty hunters have opted for simplicity by carrying banners saying, No, we are. The nobles of Alderaan have filed complaints against the Republic and the Empire against these demonstrations for loitering, littering, and disturbing the peace. But neither faction has deigned to make a comment to the Alderaanians at this time. But this blaster-based showdown isn't the only fallout from the recent announcement. In the jungles of Dromund Kos, a band of grey-aligned force users calling themselves the Followers of Revan have also joined the debate claiming that the recent announcement spells a great change for the Force balance across the universe, and confirmation that their Lord Revan will be returning to glory soon. We were not able to pinpoint the location of these rogue Sith and Jedi, but the Empire is working on tracking them down. In other news today, Barish the Hutt, infamous crime lord among the dens and smuggling rings of Nar Shaddaa, was taken into custody by police today on 17 counts of trafficking, including spice, slaves, and assassin droids. 
Barish told reporters in an on-scene press conference this morning. While the arrest of the crime lord spells relief for many of the downtrodden peoples of Hadda's Moon, authorities are doubtful that it will make any long-term difference. We'd have to arrest every hut on Nar Shaddaa to see a real difference, says police chief Nardal Jax. And last up today, our news station needs your help. With the dimensional portals that brought Blinky, Vixen, and the rest of our reporting staff to this far-off galaxy firmly shut behind us, it's time for Northrend News to change its identity. Have a great idea for a new show name? Then set your Holonet receiver to Twitter and tweet it to Magenta Blade. Until next time, this is the news service to be named soon, signing off from Viken Spaceport. This is Danielle Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTW Productions, Burpcom. Mm. Okay. What? I had to burp. And I thought I would just seamlessly integrate it because we are professionals. <laughs> just watching Nemesis. He is hovering now above <laughs> the massive cupcake. <laughs> So, Which we haven't even talked about Before yet. we even move yeah. on into Geeks in the Gaming yeah. World, uh, so Daxa, tell us about this cupcake you've brought. Uh... Uh, well, you know, there's that picture of Wayne and um, on Facebook with the cupcake, and I just wanted to prove that size does matter, so I brought a ginormous cupcake for Gnome. Yeah, it's as big as like Gnome's head. a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> This thing is huge. And they want to insert it in me. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody please, for the love of God, call 911. I don't think we want to insert it in you. Yeah. We just want to get it all over your face. face. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so much better. Well, yeah, you know. Yes. Massive. <sighs> so keep an eye on uh, VTWProductions.com, Facebook, yes. and Twitter oh, shortly after the show. Oh, Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> and jet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got. When did you get those pans? I got them probably about a year ago yeah. for Christmas. This is the first time we made. I mean, we actually had the pans for this cupcake. Cause you, and you can't even just cook a cupcake. You have to cook the bottom part, right? One part, and then the top part in the other because it is that massive, right? If, if I yes. mean, just because. Physics comes into play, and you, you would have <laughs> a cooked shell of cupcake and a, and a uh, liquid Soft, nougat yeah, center. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> nom, 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 yeah. nom, nom. So, yes, keep your eye out, because, you know, Dexa is planning evilness. So. Yeah. Okay, I'm a little <laughs> frightened. And see, I've broken my own rule. Uh-huh. I've looked at the blackboard just in time to see, in all caps, from Pusar, do it again, copy. <laughs> and Barry VA responding, I saw that too, Pusar. And now I'm wondering... <laughs> What in the name of God is going on in the video all this week? No kidding. I did That's warn why you. Should be there. You're listening. Of course, reaching to a halt. Start off. Okay, so we're done talking about Uber. I think we've yeah. Kupkake. It's hard. I think we've communicated as much as words can communicate about it. We need Pictures. photos now. Photos. Yeah. So expect photos soon. Right. So, geeks in a gaming yes. world. 
So we'll what would start. You, what with, would you like to lead with? Well, let's lead with what you you started with, uh, which is the PS Vita, which uh, is a link then to a blog post on yes. our own site. We have a brand new blogger on the site, Sakani, who mm-hmm. I think you, well, who is suddenly burst onto the scene as a very prolific. Uh, I'm not sure if you had all these already ready to go or what, but <laughs> damn, <laughs> keep them coming. To say. I have things I need to say, badly need to say. Uh, in fact, he's part of the inspiration for uh, today's call-in topic is also his story on yeah. uh, the... The Twitter s- changes. Exactly. Yeah. So, but the PS Vita, yeah. the big new handheld from Sony is mm-hmm. now available and I didn't even notice. No, I thought I thought his post said it was coming in like a week or two. Okay. So it's, it's, it's early February, it's going to be available, but there's been no advertisements. The only time I've actually seen the thing... Was at CES. Yes, yeah. yeah. And, and it was singularly oh. unimpressive. So February 22nd. Okay. Um, and yeah, he basically goes through and lists why this thing is already set to fail. Probably worse than the PSP. Because at least the PSP had some advertising behind right. it. It just had no games when it launched. Right. This has... It also had UMD. <laughs> and, and UMD, which was silly. But at least they tried. At least they felt you felt like they were trying to make this a successful launch the vita i think he brings up some great points the fact that there's been no advertising the games on it are all suited for console right and why would you want to play it on this which which the console games are designed for sitting down for long periods of time and the control schemes are designed for big screens right and what do you normally do with a portable you want short bursts of entertainment and things designed for a tiny screen yes Mm mm-hmm they could not get it more wrong if they, no. it's like they're trying. And, and then just to really make sure they, they, they screwed you out of any chance of being able to use it, they gave it a crappy battery life. Of course. <laughs> so that and those you know, t- times when you go, well, maybe I can justify it for a long trip. No. Add to that yet another new memory card standard. Right. So they, they, they at least they, they couldn't stick with the old Sony, Magic you know, they don't really have any memory card standards. So. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> stop talking entirely. Uh, oh, Sony. Yeah, just mind-boggling. And I think he also brings up some good points about, you know, smartphones now are really... it's You have to have something that's very compelling to compete with me just playing on my iPhone or my Android device. Um, mm-hmm. And this does not seem to be it. The the DS niche that it it oh, falls yes. into works very well because it brings something that your phone doesn't. It brings uh, tap, tap. yeah, it brings a tap tap. Well, and, and it brings a huge library to it, and the library that's tailor made for a handheld. I mean, they had the entire DS mm-hmm. library, and now they have the 3DS, which adds 3D gimmicks, which has some but issues, but still yeah. has still has the backwards compatibility, sure. mm-hmm. but. The Vita has an interesting touch idea. I mean, it has the touch screen. Right. But it also has the back of the unit, which is touch sensitive. So you can you roll your fingers behind the screen. There's potential there for some very interesting control schemes that if the devs get their hand on them, because I, I thought the, the Nintendo DS was the stupidest idea ever when I first read about it. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Two screens? One of them touch Touches. sensitive. Oh God! Nintendo is circling the drain. Shows you what the hell I yeah. know. Because it now goes on to become the credible successor it's, to the GBA. It's the yeah, yeah. standard. Yeah. 
So I'm holding back on saying that the whole idea of the touch panel behind the screen is a stupid idea because someone could come along and say this was the most innovative idea and revolutionized mobile gaming because it brought a whole new way of designing and controlling games. So it could be the greatest thing ever. But again, they need to get titles that utilize this feature. And that was one of the biggest bitches about the Wii was a lot of the initial releases Uh were just ports. Were just ports, yeah. And took no advantage of the whole unique thing that the the Wii brought to the table, which was motion control. Mm -hmm. Later titles exploited it a lot better. Especially after the release of the Motion Plus, where they actually gave you the motion that they had promised you when yeah. they first sold it to you. Yeah, the very but I'm not fine-tune uh, yeah. motion. And I mean, and I think it was also they had to start understanding that certain games work better with that technology than others, and certain games should not. Be you just shouldn't even try to try right. at it. Um, you know, the the golf game on the Wii was incredible, and that was one of the first ones that came with that little attachment for your uh, wand. Mm-hmm. And that that game was like mirrored your motion incredibly i loved it um football on the wii has never worked to me it just yeah, doesn't work well that's weird um gimmicky so yeah it's it'll be interesting to see where the technology goes i can tell you the vita doesn't seem to be the answer though because nope. it looks like it's going to be dead in the water here pretty fast yeah and i just I, I i shake my head and i just look at sony the whole time i've known sony as a consumer mm-hmm. they're this on off company you have the classic betamax oh yeah where they had the superior technology to their competitor in every way and managed to fail right Mm -hmm. and then they come along later and they have the walkman and they rule the world yeah for a while right until there's a change in the weather and cd comes along and they say, we have a better idea. We call it Minidisc. Yeah. Superior to its competition in every way, and they still manage to fail. Right. Yep. Right. They don't get on board with MP3 players in any meaningful way. The products they do make, I mean, the, the touchscreen Walkman, mm-hmm. gorgeous pieces of technology. Mm-hmm. Oh, even, uh, but I mean, even from a gaming standpoint, I mean, they resisted, resisted, and released the PlayStation, which mm-hmm. was revolutionary. It was like, oh my the god, the first optical drive-based gaming system. Mm-hmm. This works incredibly well, and they parlayed that for a while up, you know, through the PlayStation Two, and in the three. Now they've run into. Well, obviously, they had a lot of it pressures on them but they've had issues but during that whole time they also said we really want to jump in the, to the handheld gaming market and they have failed repeatedly yeah. to, to get traction there. and i'm kind of seeing sony starting to win the long game on the ps3 in all manners except for their online presence and their games well the games <laughs> the games that you can get for the ps3 are, are pretty universally awesome. They're yeah. gorgeous. But notice how you said the games that you can get. The library oh. is, is nothing. You can't call it not robust now. Yeah. Um, I, and you can't really criticize them for not having titles that are exclusive to others because they have exclusives that nobody else has. Every every console maker tries to get some exclusives because mm-hmm. they want to sell right. boxes. But even that's starting to shrink more and more. Really, the days of having exclusivity of titles to certain systems are dwindling, dwindling quite yes. a bit. Because um, the game devs want to make no, I mean, money. Sony yeah, has has the titles. I I think they just they fell behind the curve on the online, which is really where the next well, we'll see in this next dev cycle here. Yeah. Because Wii U next year allegedly right. 
which we have another article on here. Uh, Xbox 720, they're mumbling about. But I think I mean, there's a lot more life, a lot more life left in the PS3 oh, yeah. than there is for, from a horsepower mm-hmm. and expandability sure. standpoint than the, the 360 and definitely you know, more than the Wii. Of course. And yeah. the Wii oh, yeah. is first to change because it was the weakest offering. And they were also first to market last time around. Yeah. So. When the, the Xbox 360 has been around forever. Yeah, but they all, they, all the game console manufacturers desperately wanted to change to this 10-year right. dev cycle. Because mm-hmm. they were never able to get ahead of the curve and make any money on their hardware because they were hitting the reset button too fast. Yeah. They would, they would just get to the point where, okay, we can finally make a couple of bucks on each box. And now we're having to release a new one that we're losing money on to get market share. And this has got to change. Yeah. So with the 360 and the Wii and the PS3, they're like, no, we're going to build a box. We're going to milk it for all it's worth and come looking for your new console in 10 years, consumers. Mm-hmm. And really, the, the excuse that, I mean, the changes in the technology have decelerated or the meaningful right. changes, right. the ones that, that you would bother putting into a game console. So the need to have a new box has reduced. But with the cell processor, where they, they purpose-built the CPU, unlike Nintendo and Microsoft that used off-the-shelf components mm-hmm. um sony's reaping some reward for that now because there's untapped potential in the cell processor with current game titles oh for sure the the question is going to be though is will people take advantage of it before the next cycle hits that to is, be determined we'll see um because right now you know you look at reviews of games where it shows the xbox version and the sony version and it looks might as well it's be on the same box. It's very much the same. I've n- yet to see a game that's noticeably like, oh my god, I have to have that for the PS3, not the Xbox, or, or vice versa, based on graphics and, and look. So check out the front page of VTWProductions.com for Sakani's blog entry on the too little, too late uh, nature of the Vita, in his opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And hop on yeah. the forums at VTWProductions.com to discuss your opinions on the matter. If you think, oh my god, how wrong you are, and we usually, we usually <laughs> yeah. are, uh, express your opinions. Let them be heard in the most vile and reprehensible manner possible because, after all, this is the Internet. Yes. Ah. What? Am I wrong? No, my virus thing wants to say now. <laughs> of like, course really? it does. Do you want to update right now? It is the most this inconvenient the time. time possible. I know. Absolutely. Why not? It'd be like me sitting in Vegas two hours before showtime and deciding to do some updates on the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty Why would you of time. Do that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Shoot me in the head. Okay, moving right. along. Mm-hmm. Speaking of online yes. services, another company that's been lacking with their game console, Nintendo. Oh. Nintendo officially announces the Nintendo Network. Oh, alliteration. Look what they did there. How cute. Yeah. What? This is from oneup.com. Mm-hmm. One of, of course, many sources releasing this one. But Nintendo gets more serious about online with the Nintendo Network. And of course, it's got Mario plastered all over it. And they've taken cute. They've taken the uh, RSS orange symbol mm-hmm. and put an N on it. And it's aww. the same kind of. Nice. Get an original idea, would you guys? That's great. The digital. <laughs> The digital and online spaces are two areas where Nintendo hasn't the most forward-thinking. But after a year where the company struggled to meet expectations, despite an uptick in 3DS sales in 2011's final months, it now seems more serious than ever about providing a more robust online experience. 
President Satoru Iwata conducted a briefing for investors regarding its quarter three performance in Japan on Friday. Uh, that's actually awfully boring. To help change things going forward, <laughs> Nintendo won't simply continue doing the sort of things we've done, we've become accustomed to. Though it will be some of that. We will be released in Japan March 31st, 2013. Excuse me. Could be anytime between April 1st and March. <laughs> Great. Like a year window? Yeah. Or? <laughs> that's, uh, that's absurd. Lovely. Yeah. The thing that always gets, I think, you know, Nintendo obviously does not have a strong online presence at all. However, they quietly have put up a little marketplace on the Wii mm -hmm. that has some incredible retro gaming gems. Oh, no, there. I love... Yeah, I mean, that's been... and But they don't advertise it at all. It's it's like this little... there that Oh, mm -hmm. by the way, remember all those games you loved? Remember I talked about getting the classic controller? Yeah. That's why I got the classic yeah. controller, to play R-Type and Bonk's Exactly. Adventures. I mean, Turbo Graphics games are on there. They right. have Genesis games. I've got all my old Turbo it's, Graphics games on there. It's brilliant. Um, so I was a big Turbo Graphics 16 snob. Military Madness. Oh, yeah, baby. Mm -hmm. That and the, <laughs> and the Turbo Express. Oh, yeah. To this day, yeah. the only... Handheld, you could take the cartridge out of your main deck. No, plug the same. Not true. Which one? Nomad. The Sega Nomad was a Genesis. For all seven minutes of gameplay, you could get off the battery. Yeah, I know. Well, then it was still allowed you to plug the cartridge in. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> but yeah, the Turbo Graphics was that handheld was amazing. Yeah, I mean, well. active active matrix screen in a day where it was unheard of. Um, had had similar battery challenges, but it was a neat. I mean, Hudson Soft made some pretty neat titles for that. Oh, yeah. And NEC, the hardware was to die for. It was You had a little TV tuner you could kludge onto it to make it a portable TV player. Sexy piece of technology. So, of course, it failed utterly in the marketplace. Yeah, of course. But, but it was still was. Big nostalgia yeah. for me. Oh, no, no, yeah. So, online communities, um, add-on content sales, so DLC. Right. Uh, digital distribution of packaged software, so they may be offering direct download of, of complete titles with the Wii U. Most of these new features will be leveraged with the release of the Wii U. So they probably see limited support on the existing sure. Wii. This is all in, in, in anticipation of the Wii U. And introduction of personal accounts for the Wii U, whatever the heck that means. Go Wii U yourself. So they're trying to build an online uh, framework <laughs> to support their sexy new Wii U hardware. Nice. We'll see. Okay. You have to be pretty compelling to, yeah. to compete with uh, Xbox Live. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. They, well, I mean, then that's where Microsoft focused. So. And win. And that's, yeah, it's, it's working well. Yes. <laughs> Step Absolutely. three. Profit. 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 Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay, our friends over at Good Old Games yes! have been busy. Gog, baby. Oh, my God. My goodness. So last week. Gog. 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 No. Gog. Oh, my God. Oh, my, my God. God. Godness. Okay, so remember, <laughs> oh though, this, this story actually started at PAX. Yeah, at PAX, we actually, this was the, the question we asked uh, their representative we spoke to there was, what's coming down the line? They said, oh, we got some great games coming. I said, well, you just signed with EA. When are we getting you syndicate? syndicate. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, you know, yeah, we really, that is something we want to do, but no, we're still having trouble with the rights. So, no, it's not something we're planning on announcing in the near time well fast forward six months or so and they just finally released the original syndicate on gog that you can download which is one of the greatest i love syndicate 
Oh, just the little you had your four little agents. It was so, and it's so steeped in you know, like the shadow run. It's corporate espionage. Yeah, you have your guys that you can kind of augment and cyber out, and you use persuader trons, and you can like enslave the population around you, yes. and just cause mass destruction as you're going off and doing your missions, uh, doing corporate runs, basically. Yeah. Pretty much. And it was sick, but man, did the difficulty ramp up on that sucker It was fast. hard. I don't think I ever actually finished it, now that I think about no, it. No, I got far, but I don't think I ever beat it. Yeah. So that's definitely uh, uh, in in the future. Yeah, the miniguns. Oh, my God. Yeah. Those are so great. And they're these tiny, tiny little agents, too, like you can barely see them. <laughs> yeah, they, they kind of look like the Mies from, from the Wii. Oh, <laughs> they got, like, a head the big and just head a, and a the... triangle body where all wearing Matrix coats. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, imagination used to be a much bigger part of, of video <laughs> yeah, gaming. Video game. <laughs> oh, so it's just fantastic. Oh. Fan. Uh, fantastic. The other big announcement, though, is that they signed Square Enix as, as a, uh, a publisher and immediately grabbed Hitman, uh, codename uh, 47, which was a good game in the stealth assassination genre. Or possibly a good old game. A good old a game. Good old I game. would say it was good. I mean, I, I liked it. It was it was a very fresh take. It had some control issues. And then they grabbed one of the greatest games ever of Deus Ex. I mean, he, the the original. Named after our very own yeah, Deus, Deus Ex. Deus Ex, yes. obviously. He lent his name to one of the best games ever, ever made. Exactly. If you haven't gone through this game, it is it is worth it a million times over. Uh uh, for a first-person game that really combined some role-playing elements, gave you multiple options of how you can you could go guns a blazing, you could be stealthy, you could be a sniper. It was really a, a well put together game. Um, so you say stealthy, and my brain goes to the last most recent episode of Once Upon a Time, where they're introducing the seven dwarves, mm. and you get to meet a dwarf that you never met before. Stealthy. Stealthy. Stealthy the dwarf. Stealthy the dwarf. Basically, he's he's a ninja dwarf that's sneaking in to free one of his brethren from prison. Oh, <laughs> he boy. comes around the corner and Grumpy is in yeah. in prison. Stealthy? I'm like, oh, they did not. No, you didn't. Uh, yeah, uh, you did. Yeah. <sighs> but it's okay to keep the number at seven. He is, and spoiler alert. <laughs> he killed he, dummy. He is, he is, <laughs> no, he is rapidly killed off. Oh, okay. got it. So, so, spoiler alert, Stealthy the Dwarf doesn't survive <laughs> to be one of the seven dwarves. Aww. Not very stealthy, was he then? <laughs> he was, he was a bear. Exactly. <laughs> Should have renamed him Squishy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. so that, this is exciting news. They have a big to possibly draw upon. Um, one of the other big things is you can possibly see some of the Final Fantasy games come on there. Um uh, just a huge amount of stuff because Square Enix has actually they had Square had their own catalog, Enix had their own catalog. They absorbed Tato, you know, when they merged. So there's we a lot of games that that could possibly show up. So that is news from. Yeah, Stealthy that. did not go slash stealth and slash dance fast enough. No. Yes. Failed. Dance. <laughs> slash vanish slash dance. dance. That's right. <laughs> I've actually been watching IO in. Apparently, it's time for a break. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, his timing is pretty darn good. Actually, let me go. You check on that, and you guys do one more. Yeah. Because you can. have the power right. of Google Docs. Yeah, we can talk about it. I'll be back. Okay. What are we talking about? Well, we have uh, new releases coming out this oh, week. Oh, right. Yes. So, 
Um, some of the games that are being highlighted, we had a little conversation in IRC with the uh, aforementioned Deus Ex, who yes. was talking about fighting games, and Soul Calibur Five is coming out, which this game is going to replace. Soul Calibur Four. you had uh, certain characters on each system, so you had Yoda as a playable fighter on the Xbox, uh, the... The PS3 had Darth Vader, and I forget what the exclusive character on the Wii was. Lots of Star Wars. Yeah, it was all Star Wars. Yeah. Well, now it's Ezio uh, from oh, Assassin's Creed is okay. going to be put in as a special character. Soul Calibur has always been a very solid fighting game. I was mentioning, you know, I first played it on the Dreamcast yeah, as Soul Blade, and then it became Soul Calibur. Yeah, it's um, those games that I don't play you. Yeah, I know. Yes. And that's what we were, I was mentioning. Is fact, he's like, oh, I should do a, a fighting game segment, but I don't know if Casually Hardcore would like that. I was like, well, I would like that, <laughs> but nobody else here plays fighting games. And yeah. Yes. Only because he beats the snot out of I us. I don't know how, there's no hold back. I don't, I don't know how to hold back when you're playing a fighting game. I guess you just stand there. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So, that, we have that game uh, Final Fantasy X111. Dash 2 or 13, uh, the sequel to 13 or, or whatever their whatever their convention is. This is the second time now they've taken a Final Fantasy and made a part two to it. Mm-hmm. Um, gotten so far, even from the initial reviews, kind of eh, borderline decent game. I haven't played a Final Fantasy game, though, now for several iterations. Uh, we went hog wild on the old PlayStation and PlayStation 2 because we played through like seven and eight Oh, know, yeah, together. I remember that. And then I played a, long f- time. a little bit of the ones on the PS2, like 9 and 10. Um, but I did not play 13. So don't have too, too much interest in that. Uh, there's new downloadable content, though, Dead for Island. Dead Island, I which saw. is a new playable character that apparently gives more information on the main story. However, you haven't beaten the main story. so <laughs> Only because I apparently picked like the suckiest character you could possibly pick. Sucky, sucky? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I apparently picked the character that just is not worth playing <laughs> and it's really hard to do anything with her she dies really quick so no i haven't finished the story but i'm right at the end and since yeah. i had to play it twice and a half because right. that incident that Destructive incident bugs yeah. um so i kind of stopped playing that and went to my happy place and played kirby find a happy place find a happy place find yeah. a happy place yeah Kirby's my happy place. You can't get happier than a pink little puffball. That's I'm for sure. I'm a kitten. I'm a kitten. You're a kitten. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just over here seething. And some other quick mention: a game called Never Dead, which I watched a little movie on. It was interesting. It's Never Dead. It's by Konami. It's a guy whose uh, wife was killed by a demon, and somehow he got com- cursed to be immortal. So he's been kind of a demon hunter now for 500 years. And nice. the mechanic is he does obviously doesn't die, right. so he can like load his arm up with an explosive and rip it off and throw it at somebody and that regenerates. Of course. Or when he gets blown up, his like, legs fall off or he sets himself on fire so his bullets then shoot fire damage. I mean, strange Weird. stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. I All mean, right. the little video of it was like, okay, that looks So apparently he doesn't odd. feel pain. Either. Yeah, I know. That's That must be handy. <laughs> That's a great, a great scene from, <laughs> from Red Dwarf. There's, there's a sequence where the contrivance is that they, they, they can't be injured or can't die so one guy you know, picks up a shovel and bashes the other guy over the head and says, you can still feel pain smeghead <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man oh my goodness alright let me cue up uh, the appropriate tunage for our break 
what shall we listen to? Hmm, music, Joko, recent album. It has gone all blank. No, it hasn't. It was just taking its time. Hmm. Yeah, in honor of the other Portal 2 song. Let's do... <laughs> oh my gosh. What? Pussar is so horrible. Yeah, I was about to... <laughs> Like, I'm not sure if that's disturbing or hot. <laughs> what am I missing? You don't, don't, just don't, don't look at the yeah. blackboard. No, 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 I must. I, now I must. I am legally required. I'm going to put these songs on. So, coming your way is the amazing and talented Jonathan Golden with the more, more recent album edition of Still Alive and also the song from the end of Portal 2, Want You Gone. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com, where apparently people are having a much, much better time in the IRC than we are having on the show. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back right after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. was a triumph I'm making a note here huge success it's hard to overstate my satisfaction aperture science we do what we must because we can for the good of all of us except the ones who are dead but there's no sense crying over every mistake You just keep on trying till you run out of cake And the science gets done And you make a neat gun For the people who are still alive
inside. Maybe you'll find someone else to help you. Maybe Black Mesa. Remember when you tried to kill me twice? And how we laughed and laughed, except I wasn't laughing. Under the circumstances, I've been shocked. I meant you. It would be funny if it weren't so sad. You have been replaced. I don't need anyone now. If I believe you, maybe I'll stop feeling so bad. Already got Cupcake going on in the IRC. Cupcake! Cupcake! I'm just filled with Cupcake right now. Oh my now. god. Cupcake! 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 Cupcake, the flavor of life. Cupcake! 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 You are listening to VTW. 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 Productions. 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 Dot com. Dot com. Dot com.
Facebook.com. Dot com. Versus the World Radio. Uh, shout out to Ursa Heel for our newest yeah. uh, show drop-in promo, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> to which I say, oh, hell yeah. yes. <laughs> It's one of those things where you kind of listen to it, you go, oh, yeah, we did do some shows we, in Vegas. Did, yeah. <laughs> Is that what we were doing in Vegas? Hey, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, wait, what? Uh. Uh, yeah. So you go ahead and begin uh, the researched chaos yeah. segment while I go uh, smother my dog with a pillow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Poor puppy. I know. Seriously, what has he ever done other than bark the, and scratch? Bark and scratch and eat his cable modem, I think, once, or his cables and all kinds of craziness. Oh, my goodness. I like the mayor besieged by thousands of tacos. Well, oh, yeah. That was Jace. ridiculous. When, uh... Jace and Jet. Jess and Jet and Jello. Um, yes. Read? Okay, yes. Okay. I'll Say hello it. in Spanish. Jello. Jello. <laughs> so, um, hola, actually, but anyways. Um, <laughs> mayor besieged by thousands of tacos after races. She's never Mark. been to the Rocky Horror Picture Show, has she? No, I have. Yes, she has. Mm-hmm. I have. You didn't recognize the... I did. I just chose to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us about tacos. Tacos, right, tacos. Okay, so I guess it's Mayor Joseph Maturo, Jr., of Connecticut, East Haven, Connecticut, um, made some comment about, uh, what was it? Oh, I know what it was. He said, uh, he was well, asked about his support for Latino rights. Well, yeah, in his area, some cops were arrested for abusing members of the Latino community. Right. And he was asked in the interview, what are you, what are you planning doing. on doing, doing. doing for the Latino Latino's community? Rights. And his response was, well, maybe tonight I'll go home and eat some tacos. Says, I might have some tacos for dinner. Yeah. Yes. So uh, a local activist group um, basically sent him a lot of tacos. <laughs> they have only... Mayor, meet the internet. Yes, Internet, mayor. Mayor, <laughs> mayor the internet. Internet. And go. So not only did they first deliver a ton of tacos, which he did not get because he snuck out the back he door. He ran out the back door for an urgent meeting. Yes, for an urgent meeting so he wouldn't get all the tacos. But then they promised to send a taco for every person who texted to, I think, 69866. The word taco. taco to they needed to wor- text the word taco. So in 24 hours, they received 3,500 texts. <laughs> <laughs> and on Thursday, they delivered delivered another order of tacos, this time 2,000 And tacos. the eastern United States is now suffering a... <laughs> Taco tor- shortage. <laughs> a, yes, a, a uh, tortilla shortage. Um, but they what they did is they left... They took all the tacos, and then they left one for him, and then donated the rest to feed the homeless. So awesome. It's not like the tacos went, you know... To waste. To waste. Someone did eat the tacos, so... Om nom nom. You know, I think that just comes to show that really sometimes people really need to... Shut the hell up? Yeah. And not be in public office? If you're going to be in public office, you need to realize that the internet is You need to realize that perhaps at this modern day in the the history of the United States, you shouldn't be a freaking racist asshole. Yeah, exactly. That, I think, is the root of the problem. That's the root of the problem. Where he doesn't see a problem with police officers abusing their power and specifically targeting people of a certain racial background. 
Right. And thinks it's cool to say, I'll tell just go eat some of their ethnic food and everything will be fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, stab that guy in the face. Yes. So Maybe he'll get the point. Although no one stabbed him in the face, but they did send him no, lots with of tacos. tacos. <laughs> stab him face with a taco. But lots but, of hot sauce on so there. Lots of hot sauce. So, yeah, well, there's some, some moron on one of the Fox channels, I think, was saying, when trying to downplay all, all the abusive use of pepper spray on peaceful oh. processors. Well, I mean, pepper spray is it's basically a food item, right? He's <laughs> <laughs> an idiot. Yeah, she. she basically a food what item, was it, right? she? Oh, yeah, it was a oh. woman. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds better. like a Fox and Friend comment yeah. right there. <laughs> Like, just why don't you just spray them with Pam or something? Yeah. <laughs> it's all the same thing. It's all the same stuff. Sure, just because capsaicin is derived from the glands of a, of a plant doesn't necessarily mean it's not freaking toxic. Yeah. But oh, I digress. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So, yeah. And we do, yes, uh, saying yes to the RC, we do have some political figures in our state that also meet oh, this criteria. But, yeah. Um, Uncle Joe. We just happen to live in a interesting area. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, yes, I thought that was funny. I that you know, it's the internet gets together so quickly to back a cause. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that about Flash us mob. geeks. Yes. Yes. So. You shall not pass. eat tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Using tacos as a weapon. So here's something. Speaking of. Awesome things that uh, are done on the internet. Previously on this uh, show, we've talked about things like the virtual choir, where um, a choir director got together and had people send in their parts to an operatic choir song via YouTube and then mixed them together into this virtual choir of thousands. And then the version two was tens of thousands of people. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely freaking amazing. Awesome. Same kind of idea. Crowdsourcing an idea. Yeah. We have Star Wars, the director's cut. Yes. Right. Star Wars uncut, the director's cut, where the idea was they assigned anyone who wanted to participate 15 seconds of the Star Wars original New Hope movie to produce in video and audio however they wanted to. (laughs) <laughs> and then they assembled these hundreds of 15-second clips back together into Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. And so you'll have 15 seconds in one style, and then it'll transition to another team. Yeah. And it is just, I mean, it I, is, it's an assault on your senses. It's really strange. <laughs> I watched the uh, the striking down of Obi-Wan and mm-hmm. then getting on the ship, and that just played, just that scene, it went from, you know, live action to Legos to... Cut out figures. Like, cut out figures to dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, back and forth, different actors. I mean, it was very, it was really It's disjointed and awesome at the same yeah. time. Yeah. So you know, on one on one hand you have you know the virtual choir where they bring it together and bring this harmonious and beautiful thing where you're soaring on them and, and then there's nerds sweaty nerds in their garage literally yeah. doing 15 seconds of Star Wars <laughs> like a just draped over as them. awesome yeah some of them would cut to somebody's little kids dressed as stormtroopers es- escorting Princess Leia like, yeah it was really really well I mean it's really cool to see that come together. Yeah, that is how the global communication of the internet 
should be used. Um, that and fermenting uh, dissent and revolution against oppressive dictatorship. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And porn. So on, on and, one, porn. and porn. Yes. Yeah. On one hand, you have the Arab Spring. And then you, <laughs> on the other hand, you have Star Wars Uncut. Uncut. <laughs> And, and then porn in and the middle. And then porn makes porn the, the other takes, and yeah. the triumvirate. Uh-uh. <laughs> and then, then they have the Triforce. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, where was I going with that? I, I don't know. know. I, got, I stopped at porn. Like, <laughs> yeah. Porn. Anyway. Uh, I'm sorry, I was miles away. <laughs> All right, so let's, uh, let's discuss our call-in topic so we can get our opinions in. Before get the people's. correct opinions yeah, out there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I re- yeah, I re- everyone's entitled to, to your to their own opinion, but you're wrong. Yeah, before our producer calls and says some nonsense about episode one. You think well, I'm, I'm being awesome? Yeah. Yeah. Pick up that. the yeah, phone. Yeah, I think we've learned that mistake. Um, <laughs> all right, so yeah, Twitter sparks free speech fury by announcing it will censor messages country by country. Uh, the highlights here are they're going to block offensive messages, which is in quotes offensive. offensive yes, who who's determines that? Because yeah, that that there, therein lies the rub that people are upset about. Is that this is a really open to interpretation? Yeah. Rule. Well, and then it goes on to say tweets breaking the law in one country can be taken down there. It'll still be seen elsewhere. Uh, radical change from firm 2011 stance that tweets must flow. Part of aggressive expansion to boost users from 100 million to 1 billion. Tweets must flow. Tweets must flow. So I mean, yeah, I mean. After the Arab Spring that we just mentioned. This is obviously a reaction to that kind of thing, I it, would think. It, well, it feels like, I mean, be, considering how much publicity and airtime they got on the news, the fact that so many people were able to communicate during this, mm-hmm. and you know, even before that, when they were having the elections in Iran, you had a lot of stuff happening over Twitter. Um, and now to kind of do this radical shift from that is interesting. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of torn on it. Well, from trying to see it from their perspective, right. their options are probably do this or be blocked from the countries entirely at the ISP level by repressive governments. Right. So they may be taking the stance of some presence and some free speech in these places is better than none, so we're going to play ball to stop ourselves from being barred. That's the sunshine and kittens yeah. angle. The more cynical approach is they'll do anything to expand their customer base and make a buck. So they're going to play ball with whoever they need to to continue to operate in all these countries. But how exactly is Twitter making a buck? I, to me, that's one of the mysterious, no. magical things of the Internet. I mean, how does Facebook make any money? Yeah. Well, they have they a have very heavy advertising presence. Well, and, you, and you've been noticing... Twitter, Twitter is starting is to, starting to introduce that. I'm, I'm getting these sponsored tweets every so often. Every so often, and I'm assuming that's going to ramp up. And I'm expecting my sidebar on the Twitter page to turn into the sidebar on Facebook, which is a wretched hive of scum and villainy that you just ignore when you go on. Yeah, there. I mean, I, I have a right side of the screen blind spot whenever I'm on Facebook, yeah. and I use Facebook more and more via apps just to avoid all that crap. Yeah. So, th- yeah, how I mean. Is Twitter even profitable? I don't know. But definitely the basis of anything they would do to try and monetize would be based on usage numbers. It would all be, we'll make tiny amounts of money and have huge volume. Sure. So anything that threatens that volume is obviously of moment to them. So they're probably thinking, uh, let's tread carefully here. 
So the cynic in me says, yeah, they'll play ball with whatever evil people they need to to stay on the air. The My better angels say they would rather stay on the air in limited capacity than be shut out completely by government-controlled ISPs. Right. Well, Where the, the truth is, eh, who knows? And what type of content are they going to... I mean, I can't see. Well, I guess if there, if someone is trying to start meet a at the meet at the city square for the for yeah. the revolutionary yeah. uh, meeting. And who <laughs> says that? Just say meet at the city square six o'clock tonight. You don't have to in- put the word revolutionary. You don't have to. Yeah, put yeah, but you, well, but, but part, of, could... part of the power of Twitter is the hashtag, right? Right. Where they people follow hashtags and and then it gains momentum, so they will right. maybe try and stop that initial ice crystal from forming. Maybe. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you could have somebody tweet, you know, Ahmadinejad is rubbing his Kirby. And they might, the what Iranian government may not, you know, yeah. but they may go look at that and go, well, we're just going to look for anything with our president's name and go, okay, that doesn't sound good. We're booting block that. It. Yeah, block that one out. So, and I mean, I, I look at it in two ways. My, my way from a business, you, you could say, yeah, look, this Twitter is there to try to make some money. They're, they are definitely trying to expand their business. And as much as WOW going and, or no, it wasn't WOW, maybe it was either WOW or EverQuest that went over into markets that didn't have one skeletons. And so but they China, changed wow, China. And, and anyone who is republished in China, right. there's social taboos against decomposing bodies and skeletons yeah. so they and they changed they altered their offering there and this is them altering their offering in these countries where games games released in germany are not allowed to show realistic blood sure so game companies will recompile the blood to be green sure so from a business standpoint this has already exists in many other forms right. but with twitter you're left with going well this is actually something that was um Promoting not promoting change, but making facilitating lots of impressive changes in mm-hmm. our world, and it's disappointing. It's disappointing to see them bend under the pressure, either from a business standpoint or from a government standpoint, whatever choice, whatever caused them to make this decision. It's disappointing to see them hamstring a method that had so far. You know, other than following Justin Bieber, had actually led to some impressive. <laughs> Speak not changes. the name of the evil one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I agree with that. I think it it is it is disappointing because so many great changes came out of it in the past year. Yeah, so that's my take on it. What else do we have to talk about here? We many have... wonderful things. In fact, we should probably pause a moment. Actually, you go on. I'm going to get the list of people who done helped gather okay. all the research chaos for us so we may thank them and encourage them to do more. Okay, well, I'll take this one, which is jailbreaking or rooting your phone. Maybe illegal soon again. Yeah, this is one of those lovely bureaucracy things that we need to keep an eye on. Yeah, so basically you need to hurry up because the chance breaking uh, smart or jailbreaking smartphones could be illegal again in the United States. Uh, two exemptions from the Digital Millennium Copyright Act that allow you to jailbreak and unlock your phone are set to expire in 2012. The Electronic Frontier Foundation, a digital rights group, is hoping to have both exemptions renewed. This time around, the foundation is also hoping to legalize jailbreaking for tablets and video game consoles such as PS3s and Xbox 360s. Wow. If the jailbreaking exemptions are not renewed, the foundation says jailbreaking could carry some stiff penalties, including hefty fines. So... 
Basically. How they would enforce that remains an issue, but right, right, exactly. technically. But I remember we talked about this when this first came out. The fact that you know, again, companies were basically saying we're going to sell you a product, and if you make any alterations to that product, we're going to sue you. And there was a big uh, push against that to say, no, look, I own this piece, mm-hmm. and I can do now what I want to do with it. If right. you're going to deny me access to your service because I've changed your device, that's understandable. But you can't tell me that I've done something illegal by using a device in a different way that than, I, you than you intended. Right. So now that goes back to the maker communities have the saying, if I can't break it, I don't own it. Right. Yes. So if you're, unless you've entered into a leasing agreement with me, I've given you money, you have given me this widget, what you get to tell me to do and not do ends with that transaction. Yep. And a lot of companies really feel strongly that no it doesn't and they can continue to dictate to you what you do with your device that you've you've given yeah, them money. You've purchased. They really think that the end user license agreement has all these magical powers that are actually enforceable. Looking at you, Apple. And reality just keeps bashing them in the nose saying, No, the hacker community will take what you have given them and actually it took them a while, but in the last uh, week here we got the untethered Jailbreak yeah. for all the A5 processor-based iOS products was basically the iPad 2 and the three uh, and the uh, 4S. Right. And it took them over a year to. I mean, Apple really in, in the design of the A5 processor put up specific roadblocks to try and rooster block the hacking community, and they were successful for a year. Yeah. But can't stop the signal. Nope. Nope. And That's they have, right. They have done what. Apple had thought was impossible, and they have found a way to completely liberate A5-based iOS devices. So balls back in your court, Apple. Yeah. Why don't you go design the A6? Have fun <laughs> with that dev cycle. Meanwhile, we're all going to go use our devices that we bought from you the way we want. However we feel like. And really, the tethered jailbreak was available for a long time. Yes. It just every time you restarted your device, you had to be near your computer, which right. is a small inconvenience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So true. good on you, jailbreaking community. Green poison for the win. Um, I got to get about re re jailbreaking my uh, iPad two and mm-hmm. see what. The funny thing is, I've only ever done that as an educational experiment because there's never been anything that you've wanted to that run. I've wanted. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have no no desire to you know to run an unlicensed hotspot or anything like that because everything I've got is completely satisfactory. Yeah, but I do it because I want to make sure I know how to do it when my clients inevitably ask me to jailbreak their devices. Ah. And just in case something does, a killer app does come along that you can only get from Cydia. I'm sure. Like, I got to get me some of that. And right. So more power to you. So contributors from our all-volunteer research team this week mm-hmm. include Aid Fangs, spelled with a Z, which is what makes it cool. The Young One, also known as Sean Caster. I'm so glad he uh, contributed because I get to say his name. <clears throat> Boba Fetish. Boba Fetish. And a late entry from... Deus Ex, mm. for whom that wonderful game was, was named, named after. Yeah. Yes. They've even, you know, a Latin term takes its name from him. I mean, That's true. Deus Ex Machina. I mean, he right. is you know, God from the machine. Oh, yes. yeah. So I guess God from is on our forums. <laughs> Whatever the hell that means. <sighs> Moving on. Thank you guys for participating. If you wish to participate in the research so that you can read the threads Anywhere you like, anytime you like, on the forums. It is a read-only forum. If you want to contribute to it, you do need to send a message into me on the forums under the name GnomeWise, uh, asking for 
access, and I will summarily grant it, and you can bring us all the news that's fit to uh, walk about every Sunday, live on Versus the World Radio. And thank you. Mm-hmm. How are we for time? We're actually doing pretty good. Yeah. Right on time for the final break. You should all be warming up your copies of Skype at this time. The Skype address to join in with the show is VTW Shows. You can also go to the front page of vtwproductions.com. Look in the lower right-hand corner for the I'm Online Skype icon. If your copy of Skype is properly installed with Click to Call, you can click on that. It will automatically dial us when the time comes. We want to hear your opinions on that whole Twitter beginning to censor in certain regions thing and whatever else from the show you feel like talking about. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. We shall return right after a little Molly Lewis from Wootstock 3.0. This is I Pity the Fool. Hi, this is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. Uh, We met this next young lady uh, a number of years ago on the internets, and then we met her in person, and uh, she has pretty much cornered the market on Adorable. And as some of you may recall last year, we discovered upon walking into the venue that their liquor license was such that we could allow no under-21 people in the building at any time. Which included this next young lady who had to do her sound check and then sit out on the loading dock until it was time for her set. She had to be escorted in by security who stood there on stage while she did her set and then escorted back out again. But she rose above it and held what many uh, claim is a much better concert than Woodstock out on the loading dock during intermission, came to be known as Molly Stock. This year, we're not in that venue anymore. She's over 21, and she is free at last. Please welcome Molly Lewis. Um, this first song is about happiness, and I've got, I've got, it's on a ukulele, so, I mean, you can't really play an unhappy song on ukulele anyway, so, this is me overdoing it. It's called I Pity the Fool. I used to get upset over giant paper cuts and math equations. Nothing stuck in my craw more than dogfights and shopping malls and tax evasion. And sexist tabloid culture and Brangelina and paparazzi. And Proposition 8 and discrimination and neo-Nazis. But anymore these things don't seem to bother me. Ever since I started hanging out with Mr. T, he told me to stay out of drugs and drink my milk and treat my mother right. And I pity the fool who disagrees. I dislike Lady Gaga for her weird-ass voice and that stupid hair of hers. And it felt like J.K. Rowling conspired to kill off all my favorite characters. I disliked all the people.
people I had to ride with on the commuter bus. If Nancy Grace and I were to meet, I would have kicked her in the uterus. But my attitude has had a total overhaul since Mr. T told me how to forgive them all. He said, let the naysayers nay, I don't care what they say, it's all jibber-jabber anyway, and I pity the fool who cannot rhyme. kids and gotta spread my knowledge i said t please don't go he said hold it kid you're old and you're in college he said you know all that i know i can't teach you nothing i swear it's true go out and live your life because there's so much goodness in the world for you you go watch as bob ross paints himself some happy trees and those happy cows on tv make you happy cheese and then he dug in his spurs and rode into the sky on that thing from the never-ending story. And I pity the fool who messed with tea. We've already got Cupcake going on in the IRC. Cupcake! 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 I'm just filled with Cupcake right oh now. Oh my god. Cupcake! 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 Cupcake, the flavor of life. Cupcake! 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 Casually, Cupcake uh, continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Had to play that again just because it's awesome, but also because in the IRC channel and in the show notes, you'll see the link to the twit pick of uh, the Cupcake mm-hmm. that Daxa made especially made for especially for me to uh, bash my face into, apparently. <laughs> so, please warm up your copies of Skype, and now is the time for calling into the show. Here's hoping that I got the uh, audio repeater's queued up properly before Woo-hoo. the show. And that Skype doesn't do that thing what Skype does best. Not crash well. and eat itself. <laughs> Hello, you're on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? This is Sean Caster. Sean Caster, you've been darting into your microphone. Can I fix that? Luke. Sorry about that. I am your father. <laughs> Clean up your room. So my room could actually use a good cleaning. Well get on it. <laughs> and when I say cleaning I mean a dumpster. And a flamethrower. Oh, oh! I am so cursing myself because one of the drop-ins I have from oh. Fifth Element is flamethrower. Yeah. yeah, I love that. <laughs> My favorite. My favorite. <laughs> it's on the wrong rig. Damn it! All right. Before All right. I get into the topic, I would actually like to apologize to Senraven. I did post. I did actually put in the post that you were the one that had given me those links, but Nomewise did not see that. Shame on me. Oh. Shame Raven. on Gnomewise. It's all Gnomewise. So basically, it's all Gnomewise's fault, yeah. Yes, and Sen Raven needs to request to be a part of the research team so I can get, give proper credit. So at once, I thank and blame Sen Raven. <laughs> <laughs> giveth, taketh, giveth, taketh. Got I'm it. I'm hugging you, but I'm hitting you. I'm hugging you, but I'm hitting you. <laughs> Damn right. So, what are your feelings on today's calling topic? If it's, uh, for the topic, if it is something that is threatening to a country and their, just their government, then it should be censored. But if it's just someone saying something random that the government doesn't like, it shouldn't be censored. 
is it gets into the whole SOPA thing, too. You're censoring something you don't like, and that's not really something you should do. Oh, should I censor the things I do like? What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> I think the big problem then with that, though, is is who makes the call on what is, where's the line? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and Barry says it perfectly in the of your shows is the Skype name for calling in the show, but wait for the correct moment. This week's topic is Twitter redacted. <laughs> redacted. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, yes, it's very nice. Uh, so you think um, it is better to stay on the air and toe the line in countries uh, if it's basically if it crosses the line into what is illegal in that country, no matter how much you may disagree with that country's laws, you got to play ball. Yeah, you do have to play. You do have to play by the rules at that point. But if it's not something that breaks their laws, then why should you censor it? It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, they they basically announced that they have the the functionality, they have the ability to do this, they have the power. Are they going to use their powers for good or, or for evil? evil? So, mm-hmm. thank you for calling in with your opinions. We're going to try and cram some more people in this week. So I'm going to summarily hang up on you. Ha ha ha! Wait, don't you have? Some kind oh, of yes. shout out to do. I've got well, I've got my usual Knights of the Round on Oldham on US. There, there we you go. go. I knew there was something. And then, of course, the shout out to the, the Swotor Guild. No excuses on Jedi Covenant Empire side. Damn, skip. Is there another side? <laughs> no. You know those guys you stomp in PvP. Oh yeah, those guys you kill. You That's need right. them there for a reason. All right, you are out of here. And you are on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? Oh, I'm hoping this is for me now. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. We, we sneak you in quietly in between calls, but you, it's, it's well, all I, I you. I kept myself muted just in case, but uh, for anyone who isn't aware, this is Doc Dead. Oh, from... no, quick, hang up. Oh, my, oh, my God. God. Oh, oh, wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> what up? So, so, so did you hear our new uh, Vegas drop-in? I did, and I was... Uh, Both it times? caught me off guard the first time. Second time when I listened to it, I was like, wait, I think I hear myself, and that's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I have to comment that, you know, it's not Kapkaki until it's in your face. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they, they apparently have great plans for me after the show. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for the following pictures to prove that it all happened and oh, is true. Yeah. And the, we just wanted internet. to link the before. <laughs> No, and that is an impressive before. I can only imagine <laughs> yes. what the results are going to be. Well, I mean, I think we're going to make the, the, the motivational poster out of it, and the, and the plan is already Kapkake. Size matters. Because size <laughs> does matter. Mm-hmm. So, the, so the follow-up to that will be the, and so does variety. <laughs> Get two big Kapkake. Numbers count. <laughs> one vanilla, comes to one chocolate. <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, gosh. So we're yes, talking about just Kapkake, or do you actually have a, uh, well, the way in on the Twitter thing? That, that's a very similar comment about Twitter, just saying that it's, it's hard to begrudge a company for doing what they need to do to be allowed into a country and at least be able to play, especially when they're trying to make money. So I can't feel bad about it. Parts of me wants everything in the Internet to be free. That's kind of a theme that people will keep hearing from me. Freedom but, and kittens and sunshine. Well, and just the sense of don't regulate it. Let me deal with it. If I need, if I feel as though members of my own community, my household, whatever, can't or I don't want them to experience things, I'll monitor that myself. I don't need a corporation or a government doing it for me. You can but, handle the truth. But unfortunately, I do have to give in to Twitter and say that they're trying to make money and they want to still be allowed in these countries. 
And hopefully, as long as they don't bring down the hammer too strongly, people will still be able to get their messages out through Twitter out of these areas where otherwise we may not hear a lot from. And so we'll hopefully still keep getting that up-to-date, like, as-it's-happening news out of areas that really have no other way of letting people know what's going on. But that's also my biggest fear, is that some of these laws... That and the way that the governments in these different countries want Twitter to be monitored will keep us for, from hearing about some of those things, the different uprisings and any atrocities that are happening to people in certain areas. So Yeah, publishing atrocities not big on most governments' lists of to-do, to-do yeah. items. Ew, and something tells me that's going to be on the list of uh-uh. We're uh-uh. not going to let that uh-uh. on. Uh-uh. Yeah. So Chef, what's the prostitute? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> No. Sorry, we spent Good. way too long in Vegas together. <laughs> Fall right back into those tropes, don't we? Ask me anything normal, like how's it going? How things are going today? <laughs> Jeff, how's it going today? How are you? What a prostitute? Uh oh. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that that it. I don't begrudge Twitter them making money. I am saddened by the fact that we won't have a lot of things that we have now because of it. Or at least countries. Or at least uh, yeah, some uh, countries, yeah. Why we can't well, have nice things. And I also, though, I mean, I guess the, the the next logical step, though, is right now they're saying they're going to delete posts or block posts from showing. What's from, showing the, from showing only in, only in that country. The rest but, of the world will still be able to the see next, them. That's, I like that. But the next step would be what if a company, uh, country then says, well, you block this post or delete this post from somebody who p- posts something inflammatory that's against our laws. We want uh-huh. And where's, yeah. where's Twitter go with that? Well, that that goes into the territory of, well, we're not based in your country, Mr. Dictator, yeah. so you have no authority here. You can block us entirely at the ISP level if you want. That's your remaining option. Well, you hope. Well, yeah. You hope that's the response. That, yeah, that's true. <laughs> how adjacent to the dictatorship are you exactly? Yeah. Or how much how much value are they getting out of being in that country? In that country, right. exactly. Remember, if, as long as well, you make it about money. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to feel pressure if that ever happens, similar to what... I don't know if it was Wikipedia or such with China and some of the things about what was being allowed to be posted and not on those. So the community hopefully will keep Twitter honest where if they aren't at least looking out for human rights in different countries that people will start leaving it in droves or at least get a lot of negative press from it. So I'm hoping that it'll still – some of those things will get out and the world will work you know, as it's supposed to, <laughs> people will watch out for each other. But there's a potential, yes, for Twitter to kind of get things knocked off. I, I just hope it doesn't happen. I hope they're a good company. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I'm with you. All right, we're going to kick you to the curb, Wayne. Thank you for coming. All right. Thanks Cup-cake. for giving me a moment on your show. I look forward to the cup cocky, y'all. Awesome. Observe. All right. All right, you are on Casually Hardcore's call-in segment. Who's calling? Darahas. Darahas! How are you today, sir? Decent. Merely decent. Or extremely mm-hmm. decent. What are your feelings Just... on the whole uh, possible debacleness of the, uh, the Twitter announcement? Well, I'm going to say, first off, I don't have Twitter. I'm not into social media. I don't care what you're doing at this exact moment in time. Don't you want to see a photograph of my hamburger that I'm about to eat? And then the empty <laughs> no. plate after I have eaten the hamburger? <laughs> I don't want to see that or your cat. Or what you're doing don't want to see Mr. Mittens? I'm sorry, what is Mr. Wrong Mittens. With you? This you is not monster. I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up. 
No. <laughs> Don't. No, I, under- I understand the revulsion. I really do. <laughs> I choose I, very carefully who I follow on, tw- follow on Twitter, mm-hmm. and nothing gets you ejected from my follow list quicker than a photograph of a meal. Because <laughs> nobody cares. Mm. Unless you're selling meals, nobody cares. Okay, and we sent one <laughs> of Todd, other Todd's shake to I everybody. Know. It was everything. It took everything in me to not leap across the table and stop you. He was he, he was totally egging us on with it. You were just like, yeah. Uh-huh. Vegas, baby. No, but I, I, I like seeing pictures of other people's food. If it's a very well-done picture. If there's something special about it. Yeah. yeah. I think a Captain Crunch shake is pretty special. <laughs> a cat yeah, eating there's... food, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is indeed what we find. So that is your, your premise of not really caring that much about social media in general. What are your feelings on what's going on with uh, Twitter and, and the various things that Twitter has been seen to be used for? Well, I feel that if people want to talk about their government, they should be able to. But you can't say something like, oh, the government's say something extremely derogatory about it. Well, like, we can't hear. Yeah. Something an- now, anyway. anarchist. Well, there's, yeah, there's, there's crossing that line into inciting violence, um, yeah. which is where things start to turn gray. And you say, are you inciting an uprising because massive injustice is being done to you? Or are you inciting an uprising because you're mentally unbalanced Mm. and some people just want to see the world burn? Right. Yeah, there's that very thin line between (laughs) Alfred, actually, and down with the government. Yeah, that is uh, where it gets interesting and where there's not a a fast black and white answer of, (gasps) oh, uh, yeah. Oh. Mm. So, thank you very much for making me think. It hurt his head. Ow. We'll cool it I'm off so with sorry. cupcake. Now the smoke is coming out. And, yes, we will douse it with cupcake. Cupcake. <laughs> thank you for coming. Oh, God. God. <laughs> <laughs> got him. All right. We got some time left here. You are on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? Hey, guys. It's eight here. Hey, hey, the accent is hey, here. Put you both of your headphones on. We're gonna go kill the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we love us. So, what is your uh, opinion on our Colin topic today? I think that isn't Twitter an American company. So yes. why would an American company give a rat's arse what, say, Iraq, Iran, South Korea, South Korea, North Korea, China, places like that do? Whereas what would an American company do if, oh, I don't know, say an oppressive regime that maybe has bills like SOPA suggest to it? Yeah, well, because they want to make money, (laughs) probably. Capitalism. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times it's going to always come down to where can they make money, how can they expand their company, and what do they have, what compromises are they willing to make up to a point to to make that happen. And I think most companies have a lot of leeway in terms of compromises. Yeah. 
True. If it ends in dollar signs. Cha-ching. Yep. But I, I don't know. There's just there's something that's not ringing true with this, with what their initial findings were. Well, it's a matter of uh, I withhold judgment until I see how yes. they utilize it. Yeah. So the first and... first major social upheaval somewhere where blocking occurs will be very telling, if if it occurs. If it occurs, yeah. It'll be interesting. Is there any way for Twitter to get GIP data out of people? I don't see why not. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, get the Twitter application, for example. Yeah, I don't see why not. I wonder. I don't know if my Twitter application on my Android has that, but I mean, a lot of Twitter apps integrate GPS and everything. Well, exactly. This Mm. is very powerful positioning information for certain regimes that might be interested in it. Mm -hmm. Now, that's the matter of where. You know, Twitter is headquartered, and what laws mm. apply there. Yeah. Because small dictatorship, or indeed large dictatorship, can demand all they want. Right. It's a matter of how would they enforce. And yeah. if they're based in the United States, and you know, someone in Pakistan is screaming for <laughs> location information of a person, a certain person who has tweeted something insulting to the local regime... What power can they actually exert to to make that demand? Have they, weight? they get in touch with their friendly FBI agent, possibly. It's not like America it doesn't have a good relationship with Pakistan mm-hmm. when it suits them. Yeah, well, that's an on again, off again romance. Is that, that is? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Currently, I think we're off again yeah. at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole uh, vi- violating their sovereignty and SEAL Team 6 going oh, in and smacking you know, people that were hiding there around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yes, well. Not saying about having, having anything coming. He I didn't think... send a tweet out, did he? <laughs> <laughs> There's some great comedic tweets out there yes. <laughs> that are allegedly, oh, here's what Osama bin Laden was tweeting right before. Right. Yeah. Lol, helicopters hover, hovering outside, BRB. Yeah. <laughs> was that guy who was tweeting it out, wasn't there? There was a, a genuine tweet from someone nearby yeah. saying, large helicopters and explosions nearby, I wonder what's going on. Hmm. Didn't realize he was... He was Live tweeting the capture or the, the killing of Osama bin Laden. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You can find records of that off on uh, various parts of Z nice. interwebs. Uh, Ed, you need to keep talking. Daxa needs more. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just just, just grab a copy of an almanac or, or an encyclopedia and just read things. I was re- The other night I was um, watching just some random things about, oh, Dis- Terry Pratchett's Discworld adaptations by Sky One. And which Isn't is Eric British Idle involved in that? Satellite. Isn't the what? Sorry, Eric Idle from Monty Python involved in those adaptations? I'm not sure who's involved with it. I just happened to browse through my on-demand thing. I was like, "Hey, Terry Pratchett, I, I I want to see this." And I watched the Going Postal thing, which was a really really good adaptation. And hmm. I not know available how, here yet. I don't know. That's no, they are not. What I, I was tell you. Are you in a part of the world where uh, Netflix has made inroads yet? Netflix has just started up. I have my free month, and I'm probably going to cancel it. Well, while you've got the free month, because I know that the streaming quality over there is horrific. Um, I, had, I, I watched Doctor Who in a restaurant over 3G, and I wasn't complaining about that. It's yeah. the well, good, good time to be a nerd. Well, while you still have the free trial, do a search there for... Um, 
both Hogfather and The Color of Magic, which are two feature films. Actually, they were miniseries that were produced uh, over here. I think you should be able to access them there. Um, okay. Hogfather, I think, is the, is the superior of the two, but they're both pretty darn good. Yeah. I mean, oh. Pratchett's not the easiest to adapt and, and maintain the, the flavor of the humor, um, mm-hmm. but they, they do a credit to, uh, to Death and Death of Rats also. <laughs> hmm. But I, I did enjoy going postal. It was, it was a nice adaptation. I think guards, guards badly needs to be made into uh, some kind of telefilm. I always wanted my Rasmus stick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We must needs wrap it up. So thank you, Aid, for gracing Dax's ears with the... you and have fun, guys. There you go. Oh, Take care. I think Bye. she just came. Ah! Uh, See, see, you heard it. You heard it here live. <laughs> I love being the show host. I really, really do. All right, moving right along. You have been listening to. Actually, wait, 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 wait. We have a few minutes left, and actually, yeah. there's, here's one we can. And we have here. a shout out. And we have a well, shout okay, out. Shout out first to who? You, no, you go I'll here. have you guess. Ambrosia Hutton? Yes! <laughs> of course. It wouldn't be a show without a shout-out to Ambrosia Hartnett. Yes. Agrius SW, how yes. the hell are you? And we did sneak in one more caller here that uh, I had been unable to bring in earlier for reasons only Skype understands. Uh, so you're on Casually Harper. Who's calling? Thank you, Base God at Work. <laughs> <laughs> Base God at Work? <laughs> No, this is Dan Sex. How are you guys? Hey. Uh, good. How are you doing? I'm fine. So what are your opinions while we've got a couple of three minutes here to squeeze you in? I, Twitter's a U.S.-based country. They can do, pardon my language, whatever the fuck they want. So Within, I mean, within the laws of this country, anyway. Sure. Yeah. We have the similar rules against... Uh, Inciting overt rebellion and you know the equivalent of shouting fire in a crowded theater or something like that. But um, yeah, I, I keep coming up against the well. Other than you know the countries that seize control over the ISP and and block the traffic at that level, um, what exactly the hell are they going to do against Twitter? Uh, not a lot, as is the answer I keep coming up with. Right. Yeah, that's the worst that they can do is block at the ISP level. You're correct about that. So I'm not I'm not overly worried for the future of Twitter over this. Right. I'm gonna be I'm more curious to see how they enact it, and to what degree they try to be good good actors um, in an area where they hold an awful lot of power. I mean, Twitter. Hey, not... if it if it makes for less Justin Bieber tweets, I'll be very happy with that. If they can use the power to censor Justin Bieber and Lady Gaga tweets, hmm, that <laughs> may see that could change my opinion on the whole thing. <sighs> yes. Anyway, I was, I'm sorry, I was miles away. Thank you, Deus Ex, for sneaking in at the very end here. I'm going to summarily hang up on you because we got to go because there's an emperor knocking at the door. Take see care, you guys. Take care. And we can't ignore an emperor. <laughs> it would not be wise. I know. To ignore the emperor. <laughs> It is not wise to contradict mother. <laughs> I see. Ricky, do something to him. But anyway. <laughs> <sighs> so, you have been listening to Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, VTW Productions. Check us out 
all over the web. Twitter, Alpha Geek Radio. If you want to follow and get, in, get announcements from the entire network, VTW Productions. You can follow me, GnomeWise. Daxa is Daxa dash CH or just CH. Daxa CH. Mm-hmm. And Izzy Grail, I-Z-Z-Y-G-R-A-I-L. Iolite underscore CH or dash CH? Underscore CH for Iolite. And search for us on Facebook. We're simply there under Casually Hardcore. I think we think Grenora has one, but <laughs> there's no point. Post anything. <laughs> That's like um, Jamie Heineman from yeah. Busters. Yeah. Was finally, I mean, he's the, the heavily introverted guy, was finally chased and, and tortured into joining Twitter. Mm-hmm. So he joined under the name Jamie No Tweet. <laughs> Jamie No Tweet. There you go. Does just what it says on the tin. Nice. So check us out on Facebook as well. Uh, Daxa will always uh, bless you with her presence there and the constant maintenance of our Facebook presence. Find us on the web, vtwproductions.com. Check out all the fine shows. We've had some new affiliate shows join up. We had the Gamers In podcast join us today. They're hovering around on our forums. We'll be joining our 24-7 stream. Awesome. Tadpoolery podcast is also lurking in there. And then we have the new members of the Versus the World clan in the form of the No Excuses podcast. Mm-hmm. Check them out uh, on the main site. You can always find links to all these wonderful things in their various threads on their forums. Speaking of the forums, join the forum community. You should. Why? Because they are universally win and awesome full. And also find us on Stitcher Radio if that is the most convenient way you can listen to us on your mobile device of your choice. I have been Gnomewise. I have been Dexa. And I've been Grail. And we are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.